guys, this is Atsa. Welcome to Put the Kettle On, a podcast for everyone who needs kwentuhan and chikahan with a twist of life and hope. So keep tuning in, let's go and put the kettle on. When did start the pandemic? Sa inyo? I mean, yung first lockdown. I think March yun. Kasi naalala ko, spring break dapat namin. Um, so... And usually, yung spring break namin, March. Parang semester break, essentially. So, um, mm-hmm. nalala ko, pinauwi kami. So, for one week. Tapos, hindi na kami pinabalik. <laughs> so, yun. Yun na yun. <laughs> Sa amin naman, sobrang tanda ko yung day, March 17. Noong mga first few weeks, like mga first two, third weeks, anong na-feel man ng lockdown? I think ako... Medyo nalungkot kasi, which I think, diba, yung very much um, universal feeling yon at the time. Um, lalo na for students, I think, yung parang na-cut short yung school year. Um, so, I mean, at the same time, I think thankful din ako kasi mayroon ako mga um, kaibigan at the time na one year older, so graduation semester na nila. And nakita ko kung paano paano nila na-experience yung um, just yung abrupt changes, yung wala silang graduation, yung gano'n, yung hindi nila alam kung yung kung paano tatapusin yung degree online, yung gano'n. So, like, equal parts, like, I think, sad, pero grateful at the same time kasi it could have been worse, like, from like, my end. And I think yung first few weeks especially, I don't know, <laughs> kasi I think alam na, alam na natin at the time na yung the coronavirus, diba, is very real. Like, hindi na siya yung parang nakikita mo lang sa news, yung, yung the fact na na-lockdown na tayo, yung that means it's like, it's here, diba? Diba, at the same time, I think, removed pa din ako yung sa reality at yung yung parang alam ko nangyayari pero dahil hindi pa nangyayari sa to anyone I really knew like yung it doesn't feel real pa oo it doesn't feel real pero at the same time alam mo nangyayari ako din scary kasi hindi natin nakikita yung kalaban pero alam mo ba like after a year just now parang ngayon lang siya naging real for me mm-hmm. kasi itang lumapit sa amin yung pandemic like, just now ko lang talaga na feel yung presence niya Yeah. So, daming problems then over the pandemic. Of course, not seeing your friends face to face. Wait, ikaw ba? Extroverted ka ba or introverted? Very introverted ako. <laughs> <laughs> I think, ano, ever since oh. then. Yeah. Pero hindi ko talaga ma-feel. Ba't gano'n? Pagka sa mag-uusap naman, parang hindi ko maramdaman. I mean, alam ko, <laughs> yung fact na introvert ka, pero pag magkausap tayo, magkasama tayo, even in high school naman, pag tayo-tayo lang, ang loud mo din, ang dami mong chika, ganun. So, nakakalimutan ko. Oo oh, nga, introvert to. So, ano nag-i-effect ng pagdamit? Sa, pag, I mean, given na introvert ka. I think in so, some ways, like dahil nga, mayroon akong pagka-introverted, di ba? So, yung mga situations na in-avoid ko, like, throughout college, like, yung mga malaking parties, di ba? Like, think yung stereotypical 
yung college, you know, party sa United States. Yung pamang mga ganun tipo. Yung syempre, yung that's not my scene, pamang ganun. So, like, once na nag-start yung pandemic and very much isolated lahat ng mga tao, like, I didn't feel the loss of those things. Like, even yung mga obligatory small gatherings na expected na pumunta ka, pero yung in reality, like, you'd rather just stay home. <laughs> so, like, those situations, definitely, hindi ko man masyadong na-miss. And especially because, you know, introverted and someone then na, like, values, like, closer individual friendships. Like, mas importante sa akin na mag-maintain ng communication with, like, individual or very, I guess, small group friendships. So, um, at the same time, kahit na I didn't really feel the loss of those more public things, the time kasi, ito pa nakatiba yung ate ko sa house namin. Hindi pa siya nag-move out. Nag-move out siya sigaw halfway through 2020. Uh, the time, nag-share pa kami ng kwarto. So, as you know, as you know, introverted people go. <laughs> Importante talaga yung alone time. And I think at the time, hindi ko siya, wala akong masyadong alone time because I had to share a space. Um, so, yun yung, yun lang yung mahirap. Even though, you know, I love ko yung ate ko. We've been roommates for so long, like my entire life. And nalamdaman ko talaga yung need for alone time even more than I expected. Even more than the fact na technically isolated tayo supposedly, if that makes sense. So, yun. Ikaw? Um, ako kasi ambivert. Tama ba? May times na sobrang yeah. extrovert ako na gusto ko talaga ng social gathering. So, always after that, pag sobrang energized ko na, parang nagharap lagi ako ng me time. Parang I need mm-hmm. a time alone for myself. Parang sa sarili ko naman. So, yun. Uh, balance lang. And yun yung medyo isa sa mga naging struggle ko. Especially, kasi nung nag-pandemic, dahil bawal lumabas, eh ako, I mean, yung line of work ko, ako mismo, palibot, di ba? <laughs> Parang, sobrang, sa labas ako talaga nabubuhayan pag nasa labas ako. So, yun yung sobrang nilong ko for a long time over the pandemic. And yun yung nawala. Even now, at, I mean, kahit nakakalabas na ako, pero since meron pa rin limitations na bawal pa rin yung mga big gatherings, ba? Sobrang limited pa din. Uh, hindi pa din nakakapag-gather talaga na malakihan. So, yun yung medyo struggle lang over the pandemic. Tapos parang, for me, given na ambivert, puro alone time na lang, minsan yung mind ko, kung ano-ano na iniisip, mm. sobrang, ba? Alam mo yung pag mag-isa ka, ba? Parang ako kasi, Lagi ako ina-attack ng enemy. Pag yung mind ko, ako lang yung mag-isa. Pag uh, sobrang alone, tapos pag naglo-long ka ng someone to talk to or a gathering, yeah. sobrang ina-attack ako talaga. And kung ano-ano yung mga mapasok sa mind ko, and nag-overthink, and anxiety, and all that. So, sobrang, yun yung struggle ko. Pero sa'yo, gina na introvert ka, hindi ba nangyari yun somehow? Or... Overthink. 
actually magandang point yan. <laughs> kasi, I'm just, um, I'm just assuming ha, as an introvert, parang kasi diba, parang introvert, mas mahilig ka na mag-isa, uh, tahimik, and all that. Pero, I don't know kung paano. Sa akin, like, despite na introvert ako, and I enjoy being alone, um, very, re- like, relatable yung sinabi mo in terms of, like, yung overthinking and anxiety. Kasi, as a person, diba, I think very much prone ako to overthinking and being anxious. <laughs> so, um, I think, sa context naman ng pandemic, I enjoyed being alone. Like, especially once na, um, like, nag-move out na yung sister ko and I was able to finally have my own, like, space, you know? Like, again, yung... <laughs> So, every time na sinasabi ko, yun, parang thankful ako na umalis si ate, di ba? Pero hindi naman. <laughs> you know, I still miss her. Pero, iba pa din naman yung meron ka sarili mong space, di ba? So, um, like, that was very, like, I think a turning point sa akin for the pandemic. But I think, you know, as most things go, like, yung, it was a blessing, pero at the same time, like, kung walang balance, like you said, kung hindi mo alam parang in-navigate yung situation, yung mas madaling mag-veer towards the unhealthy side of things. And I think, even as someone who loves being alone, like, there were a lot of times na being alone was scary, di ba? Kasi yung mas mahirap pakinggan yung mga thoughts mo. The urge part, dahil dun sa, you know, like what you said about overthinking and yung pagtahimik yung surroundings mo, yung wala kang kausap, ang ik- you're stuck with your thoughts, di ba? And when you're not used to um, your environment and, like, the context of your life, I think both of us, like, I think self-reflective naman tayo, pareho, di ba? Yung mahilig tayong mag, like, reflect, yung, you yeah. know, magsulat, and, you know, just... <laughs> I think, you know, testament to sa podcast mo, diba? I think if you weren't self-reflective, yung this podcast wouldn't exist. Pero there are times na self-reflection can be too much and yung kailangan mo talagang to pull yourself away from your thoughts and like, parang return to the present moment, diba? Yung <laughs> very cheesy, pero yun yun talaga yung like balance na kailangan. So, yeah. I think yun yung experience ko. It was like a little bit of like both overthinking and self-reflection. Yeah. Just to support then, yung sinabi mo kanina, yung sa pagiging reflective natin as a person talaga. Actually, the, that's the reason, one of the reasons pala why I started yung nga podcast. Pero before, di ba, before ako naglumapit sa'yo and asked for <laughs> an official name sa podcast, nagre-record na ako before pa. Pero I did not share it publicly kasi yung mga sinashare ko, as in parang naging journal lang siya na pag ano nangyari sa akin in a day, sinasabi ko siya sa podcast, tapos parang puro, actually puro siya negative. <laughs> puro sa mga nagloob. <laughs> puro sa mga nagloob yung nare-record ko dun sa first podcast ko. Kaya hindi ko siya sinashare kasi ayoko naman mag, mag-radiate ng negative vibe, di ba? So, yun yung reason why I decided na ano ba naman to? Walang, walang purpose yung podcast ko noong time na yun. I mean, for myself, yes, may purpose siya. Kasi na, re-release ko yung frustrations ko in life and all that. Pero to other people, parang I was uh, convicted na 
oh, meron ka ng platform, nakakreate ka na ng podcast, but hindi mo siya like share and mali mo meron also other people who uh, go through na ginugo through mo, yes, ganun. So, I think this is also one of my coping mechanism now, especially nung pandemic, na sa sobrang dami nating thoughts in mind, and ako sa tamad ako magsulat. <laughs> so, nagre-record ako. So, giging coping mechanism ko. Record, or journaling, Tumblr, nag-Tumblr pa din ako, wow. <laughs> okay, nice. So, I mean, what about you? I think, tayo feel ko eh. Pero mas ano ka, Uh-oh. mas aesthetic ka as a person. <laughs> um, I think yung sinabi mo, like in terms of yung, like emotional release, like through recording, kahit mong makakalinig, like para sa'yo lang. Um, I think what goes into that too, yung just naming out loud how you feel, like helps. Kasi it's less internal. Tapos, di ba, yung paminsan, if hindi natin alam yung emotions na nakakamdaman natin, like, it can be even scarier. So, yung brain natin, like, I think that's a huge part of why nag-overthink tayo, di ba? Kasi yung parang, yung wait, ano to? Like, ano nakakamdaman ko? Like, why is this happening? Um, and so, the act of recording yourself, like, extends why, like, it's a coping mechanism, di ba? Since it makes it more tangible and in a way like more solvable like as a result so for me yung way of making struggles more tangible you said like journaling yung big big thing talaga yung journaling for me and when like super overwhelming yung hindi ko man kaya mag pen to paper like kasi masyadong mabagal <laughs> and honestly nakakatamad din like I think yung must prefer ko nagta-type, like just typing it, uh, typing everything out. And kahit hindi nag-make sense, you know, like I think that's like, I tend to write like my most honest, like writing. Pag talagang inalaw ko lang yung sarili ko, okay, like walang makakita, like no one's gonna know. <laughs> And so I think yung release of that external pressure din nakakatulong. So Yeah, so like for me, journaling, um, and um, I think gets ko yung sinabi mo din na yung, you don't want to um, exert too much negative energy, like especially onto people diba, na you care about. Pero, um, and like I feel that way sometimes too. Like lalo na if I think na, or pang last week pa lang, nagrant na ako sa kanya, so maybe wag na ako Pero, like, I'm grateful then that I do have a support system na like kahit gaano pa kalaming beses ko sila um approach to rant um doesn't really matter yung papahinga pa din ako and we have like a s- solid enough relationship na if it does become too much I think yung they'll be able to set that boundary yung parang yung masasabi nila sa akin yung Arnie yung not right now parang chill ka lang <laughs> so Yeah, um, like one of the most important forms of coping mechanisms that a person can have besides, you know, just release through creative forms is turning to your support system um, and not being afraid to be vulnerable you know, with your support system. So, 
about coping mechanism. Just for me to also understand it. And nung habang nagbabasa ako about it, na-learn ko na, wow, sobrang superficial pala ng alam ko about coping mechanism. Kasi ang um, focus natin, especially us, Gen Z, yes, part ako ng Gen Z, hindi na ako millennial. Ay, super millennial ako eh. So, ating mga Gen Z is masyado tayo emotional, di ba? Kasi mm-hmm. since, siguro mm-hmm. you were born in the era of technology wherein ayan, may social media, we can see everyone's life and we tend to compare. Yun yung medyo sakit natin. I mean, mm-hmm. I noticed na because of that, para nagiging emotional tayo, nagiging sensitive tayo sa mga bagay-bagay. And so, most of our coping mechanism and why we, our emotional problems, our emotional state, and all that. Nung nagbabasa nga ako ng mga articles about coping mechanisms, there's this also part pala na, parang it's divided into two. So there's this emotional-based coping mechanism and this problem-based coping mechanism. So basically, parang yung emotions, more on self-focus. I mean, your emotional state, um, your anxiety or problems emotionally and then the problem state is focusing on the problem itself and then solving the problem itself solving the situation tapos mm-hmm. ayun lang ang giling na sabi ko oo nga no parang minsan kasi sabi, pagiging emotional natin at times we tend to overlook na may problem lang na solvable pala you know mm-hmm. kasi of course in hat kaya natin i-control and i-change So, dun siguro pumapasok yung emotional base. So, change yung emotional state natin. So, uh, uh-huh. siguro, uh, distract muna natin yung sarili natin and forget in a while. But, dun sa problem base, instead of focusing how you respond first and foremost, you solve the problem itself. You solve the source. Parang ganun. So, that, oh my, mm-hmm. pag na-solve muna yung source nung problem na yon, So, magiging feel, mag-feel better ka na and all that. So, nag-reflect ako one time. So, uh, we're on the different side of the coin eh. Ako, corporate, nagtatrabaho na. And then, Arnie is currently uh, mag-aaral pa, uh, going to grad school. So, anong coping mechanism natin given our, given our situation now? So, as again, corporate world now, my common problem is yung I tend to see myself as kasi since fresh graduate um, first job and sobrang demanding ng line of work may times na parang I'm being pressured to really uh, give my best so work lalo na yung mga kasama mm-hmm. Atin. So, work is usually of age na talaga. Like, tenure na sila dun sa job nila. And very professional. And very, alam mo yung magaling na talaga sila sa line of work nila. Alam na nila yung ginagawa nila and all that. So, may times Uh-oh. na na-feel ko na parang may other people na hindi ako masyado tinitake seriously. <laughs> Because I'm a fresh mm-hmm. grad. I'm talking about ng mga first few months ko sa work. So, ito kasi yung naging pressure ko nun. So, for those na pumapasok pa lang, papasok pa lang sa first job nila, 
So, I hope may matutunan kayo. <laughs> so, noong mga first few months ko, yun yung, na- yun yung nakikulong ka talaga. Like, sobrang feel ko hindi ako take seriously dahil fresh graduate, bago sa trabaho, first job, and all that. So, yung naging coping mechanism ko that time is, first, to solve my emotional... <laughs> um, kasi, di ba, parang nagiging emotional ako na... Kina- nagiging, nagsa-self-pity na rin ako because of that. Um, parang lagi ako nag-me-me time ng time na yun. And I need to someone and just release your emotions. Actually, naging sandigan ko din yung mga boss ko do sa work, which is I'm really grateful kasi sobrang understanding nila. So, lagi ako nag-rat, lagi ko, meron talaga akong time na nag-breakdown ako. <laughs> diba? And you know, I think coping mechanism din yung pag-breakdown, no? Crying. Uh-uh. Yeah. To release lang lahat na emotion. So, yun yung naging coping mechanism ko. I cry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> then I talk to people. But, then I realized, the problem will always be there. That problem na yung iniisip na ibang tao will always be there. And, so, I came to a point na To highlight naman yung problem-based coping mechanism, what I did back then is I researched dress. I dress more formally. I practice my mm. communication skills. Before ako tatawag sa isang client or sa isang partner, I always practice what I would say to them. Parang ganun. Parang maging uh-uh. direct to the point. Kasi di ba, I tend to feel inferior most of the time. Parang lagi, hello po. Parang, I'm so gentle, I'm so soft na parang marshmallow na kayang-kaya kang ganun. <laughs> Get? Parang, sobrang napapakita ko na yung pagiging inferior ko. And I think that's one of the reasons why other people take advantage pag nakikira nila na, oh, ang inferior. Sige nga, i-overpower ko. Di ba? May mga ganong, may mga ganong tao. And so, to solve that problem, I don't give them the opportunity to see me as someone na kaya nilang ibilil. And if kayang-kaya nilang gawin yun, I parang change ko na din yung response ko na, it's normal. It happens. Yeah. So, what I'm gonna do is continue uh, to develop my skills, to continue to prove myself, not to them, I'm proving myself para sa kanila, but I'm proving Uh, pinuprove ko yung abilities ko for myself as well. And for the Lord. I mean, not to sound Christianist, no? But it's God who gave me the work. It's God who gave me that job. So, might as well do my best. Kasi I won't, mm-hmm. like, parang, itutrop ko lang siya aside. Kasi sobrang blessing talaga nung job ko. And I'm really grateful for it. Yeah. Kahit sobrang, grabe talaga, Arn. Uh, nung first few months ko, as in breakdown kung breakdown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yung siguro yung main coping mechanism ko that time. But I'm really relieved now na I think naka-ano naman na ako. Naka-adjust naman na ako now. So, yun. Yeah. <laughs> Ang daming kwento. Yeah. I mean, what, what about you now? Uh-oh. Ikaw naman. No, I think, I think it's good then, uh, you know, just to quickly respond sa sinabi mo. Like, The fact that you're relieved now, ibig sabihin, like, nag-work yung mga coping mechanisms mo. Like, even though probably at the time, like, feel mo yung there's no end in sight sa mga breakdowns, sa struggles. Um, I think, like, 
us talking right now, it's so important that we reflect because we can really see, right? Like, even, like, sobrang nahirapan ka, but now you can feel relief. And I think that's, like, amazing. So, <laughs> so again, I think for me, naman, so, yun, sabi, like, sabi ni Etz, diba, ako, I'm currently in my gap year, so fresh grad then I graduated lang ako, like, a month ago. <laughs> um, and so, like, this next year is my gap year, and um, I'm currently preparing to uh, apply some of our graduate school programs. Um, I have a few in mind. Um, and yeah, so I think right now, yung struggles that I'm facing in lifetime <laughs> um, can be described as uncertainty and self-doubt. Um, and I think they go hand in hand talaga, diba? since like when things are uncertain, mas dinadoubt natin yung sabihin natin. Um, but, like, while hindi ako makapag-offer ng parang hindsight perspective na, oh, ito yung ginawa ko and it worked, um, I think what I'm doing right now, like, is helping kahit papano, even though, like, the struggles are still very much real. Um, but, like, in terms of yung, um, yung point mo, it's na, we can approach our struggles either like an emotional way or a problem-solving way. Um, I think para sa akin, yung emotional coping mechanism ko is um, pretty much the same, like crying it out. <laughs> Just emotional release in however way I can. And I think um, after the release, like encouraging myself to... Um, change yung perspective ko about the situation. And I think that's a really, really big thing for me right now, diba? Since, um, like you said then, yung information age tayo, we can see everything that people are doing or at least that they want to share. And I think for any of us, like during this period of our lives, especially when you're not really sure what you want to do, like comparison is so intoxicating like sobrang um, kahit ayaw mong gawin like you do it <laughs> at the end of the day um, and so like changing my perspective is key especially when I start to feel na behind ako in life even though isang month pa lang since graduation <laughs> and if you really think about it like first of all I will never be behind because there's Real, it's not a race, diva. Right? Like we're on our own journeys, and um, mavivinig natin yun. Like I think for the rest of our lives, but there's a reason why for that. Because it's so brang hivat internalize. But I think yun nakatulong sa akin is that just change in perspective. Na instead of falling behind, I have so much potential, diva. Right? So like kahit uncertain your future, uncertain even your present. Um, like me not knowing what I want to do isn't a bad thing. It's actually good because like diba yung saying that the world is my oyster. <laughs> um, 
yun. And um, mag-drop lang ako ng book recommendations kasi I think like they've helped me a lot in terms of yung current season of my life. So yung quote na I am potential comes from The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Um, and it's a really good book. Fiction siya, highly recommend. Um, and I think another quote na yung I keep in my back pocket every time na nasa-stress ako is, um, especially when I'm facing uncertainty and self-doubt and fear, is action is the antidote to fear. And so, yun naman, um, from, I think, Everything is Figure Outable by, oh my gosh, sino yung author? Anyways, hindi, <laughs> hindi ko maisip yung author. Everything is figure outable. Outable. Figure out. Oh, uh-huh. nice. I like that. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I'll check. <laughs> I think Mary Fondo or something. Or, yeah. But yun yung title. Everything is figure outable. But yun nga, yung quote is action is the antidote to fear. Like every time mm-hmm. ka, like even just taking that first next step will help like a lot. And for example, like a whole lately pag no overwhelm ako yung about yung graduate school and not knowing kung yung makakapasok ba ako or what like mm. like you said like that's something that i can't control right now like yung <laughs> like hindi ko pa man na start yung application process like in overthink ko na nga na you know magfe-fail na ako <laughs> ganun um so like what i do during those instances is like either plan like even just making a to-do list like okay so worried ako na Um, you know, magfe-fail ako in terms of graduate school, then right now, yung to my capacity, I can write down a plan para mas mapolish ko yung application ko in the future or something. And just the act of physically getting up, like writing down a to-do list is, you know, yung problem-solving aspect na I think sinasabi mo a while ago. So, yun. Um, but yeah, so I guess to summarize, like I think yung coping mechanism ko for this very uncertain period of my life is um, changing perspective from falling behind to like having potential and um, making the next best step, like the, like the smallest immediate best step um, to solve fear or to address fear. So, yeah. <laughs> changing 